What up and welcome to the Beneath the Dirt Podcast. I'm your host, Rombone. Thank you for tuning in. Here we are. I told y'all, again, like I told y'all last week, we're doing two podcasts a week. And I'm going to fucking try to maintain to do it. And you know, I had to go back, get my fucking boy. One of the dudes that, one of the very first podcast dudes show me love on this when I started doing this. Homie Mike Sears, Speaky Clout. Five piece, the Goons Cloud Gallery was good. What's good, brother? Motherfucking Rome Bone. Thanks for having me, G. Absolutely. Appreciate you. Fuck yeah, man. Like I said, had to get you had to get you as a guest. You know, you've been on the show a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hell yeah. But, but it's been a minute since you've been on. And like I said, you were one of the first dudes that showed love. Like hit me up. Yeah. Like I fuck I fucks with your content. And I remember the first thing we did together was the uh, the Esham closed casket review. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I seen you with Murder Mayhem. And the nigga had the fucking Judgment Day box set. Like, okay, I rock with this dude, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Instantly. Fuck okay. uh, yeah. And that, that closed casket review was mad fun. Me, you, and mad Steve. Mad fun. Yeah, son. Hella that, fun, bro. That shit was so dope, man. We even talked about Nipsey when Nipsey was alive. Yeah. yeah and at the end of the show. That's like when I very first got into Nipsey too. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend I've been down since fucking, you know, uh, marathon or you know anything <laughs> like that. Um, but yeah, that that victory lap album was so fucking good, masterpiece. So good. And I was saying that just walking this planet. That's a classic, bro. Straight up. <laughs> you could go back because that album came out a few months after I started doing this podcast. Go back. Yeah. And the week after that album dropped, I said, yo, this is probably going to be album of the year. This album is so fucking good. And it still bangs like, oh, man, I go back to that shit all the time. And 2018 is one of the greatest years in hip-hop history. Straight up. In my personal opinion, 2018 is amazing for me. It was a really good year for music that year, without a doubt. Hell yeah. A lot of good shit came out that year. I'm I'm actually look it up. I have I have lists going back to like 2015 on my phone of yeah. all my favorite albums. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go back to 2018 see what some of my favorite albums were that year. Nipsey Hustle of course. Jim Jones put out Wasted Talent that year. That was the first Jim Jones album I I really listened. Like I heard Jim Jones shit yeah. before. I, a couple of my boys bumped his albums or whatever. But that album was really good. That shit with Kiss. That's just crazy. So good. Um, let's see. Uh, Flatbush Zombies put out Vacation in Hell. Oh, I fucking love that album, though. Hey, Flatbush Zombies is so dope. Uh, Royce to Five Nine put out Book of Ryan. Tana Talk 3, G. Come on. Tana Talk, yeah. I haven't the got The Almighty, bro. Come on. The Almighty. Pusha T put out Daytona. Jesus Christ. See? Uh, Travis Scott put out Astro World. Suicide Boys, I Want to Die in New Orleans. The Pressure uh, Cooker album, Danielson and Future Way, for me. Yeah. Crazy. Denzel Curry Taboo, that shit was fire. I don't know if you fuck with Denzel like that. I gotta listen to him. I can't say I don't, but I gotta listen to an album. You gotta peep out that Taboo album. Really good. What up, people? Um, Apollo Brown and Joel Ortiz put out Mona Lisa. Oh, crazy album. Fucking fire. Um, but yeah, Benny Butcher, like you said, Tana Talk 3, that came out later in the year. That was a fucking, Fuck that was like an instant classic right there. Instantly. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, Zool with the Almighty Man. Like, yeah, 2018 was a really good year for music. Great year. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, you know, one one thing I wanted to talk about. I mean, now you know, now that we're talking about music from the past, a couple yeah. weeks ago you posted Soldier Slim's album um, up on Instagram or whatever, and I was like, yo, I gotta go bump that shit again. Yo, that album almost made my top ten for most listened to albums on Apple Music last year. <laughs> I bumped yeah. the fuck out of it last year. I fucking Stop. love that album. Classic. He from Magnolia Projects with Wayne and BG from, so he got that. That that slang, you know what I'm saying, and and Wayne will tell you he's influenced by Soldier Slim. You know they came up at the same time. Yep, like they were influenced by him. VG would tell you too. Yeah, you could definitely tell that they came from uh, the same projects. Like he absolutely, they have that similar sound. But man, Soldier Slim, and you know, props to to the Speaky Cloud podcast. I don't remember. I remember it was you. I don't know if it was you and Steven or you and Ross, but talking about No Limit and you guys were just bigging up the uh, Life or Death album, See Murder. Ooh. And Maybe. I was like, you know what? I, I just got to check this shit. I got to go bump the No Limit shit. I never listened to it. And because uh, of your podcast, I went back and, you know, I bumped that See Murder album. I was like, wow, this shit is really fucking good. Yeah, so- made my way through you know, got to that Soldier Slim album. That's like, of of the No Limit albums I've heard, you know, there's so many No Limit albums. Yeah. So, but of the ones I've heard, that Soldier Slim album is like top three for me. It's like Beats by the Pound just killed the production on that album. From what I was told, nigga? Yeah, that title track is so hard. Dog. Great way to start that album. Fire. That shit he did with, uh, he's got a track on there. <laughs> Is it him and Mac and and C Murder? Imagine. Oh, I love that song. That shit's fucking fire, man. I I just love that album, and yeah. uh, I wanted to bring that up because, like I said, that so just, that album came out twenty years ago, twenty five years ago, whatever, and it was like one of my most listened to albums last year, just because I was like, mm-hmm. I was in such a mood for that album, and I bumped uh, the fuck yeah. out of it. <laughs> Great album. Hell yeah. That No Limits shit is fucking fire. You know how I feel about that. Some of my favorite music, period. Like, straight up. What are your top three albums off the top of your head? Off the tank? Shit. Cliche answer with Ghetto D. It's just the fucking masterpiece. Yeah. True to the game with... You gotta have uh, the OG. You know what I'm saying? Smoking Green. Smoking green, yeah. Love that shit. And then three shit. That's hard. I would say at the top of my head, life or death, see murder, probably. Yeah. yeah. Strong honorable mentions, Max Shell Shocked and fucking Fiend is one in every family. Fire. Definitely, yeah. So good. I'd probably go I'd probably go in no order. Uh I'd go ghetto D as well. Ice Cream Man was my shit. That was like the only no limit shit I had heard before I did that deep dive. Yeah. I love that album, but when I heard Ghetto D, I was like, God damn, this album is fucking fire. See Murder's verse on fucking Ghetto Ghetto Dope. Oh man. Talking about how to make crack and shit. That's that shit. Fiends. I once got arrested having rocks on my jeans, but nowadays <laughs> it's hard, bro. So fire. Nah, I yeah. go with uh Soldier Slim. Um 
that album so fucking good. Give it to him, bro. Yeah, and Sea Murder's album, his first album, Life or Death. Those are probably my top three. I just love those albums so much. Yeah. Shout out to my cousin Nisha, Pure Poison on Instagram. I'll post a November album. She's writing the comments because she got me into that shit. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. I always talk about that. Yeah. It's it's crazy how you like how you could still get into to some music that came out over 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. It holds weight. It's still fucking fire, bro. Like It's really good. And, yo, Beats by the Pound? Oh, God. I, ne- I never hear their names come up in production. I never realized. Like, of course, the, you know, I say, I say Ice Cream Man was the only No Limit shit I heard, but that's not true. I'm a big Snoop fan. It's, you know, his first five albums. And the shit did on No Limit, I bumped the fuck out of that shit when it came out. Yeah. And so I was a little familiar with the Beats by the Pound production because, you know, they did a, his first album, I think a little bit on the second. But listening to that, you know, the 97, 98, a little bit of the 99 era of No Limit and all the production they did, yo, they, they were some of the busiest fucking producers ever. KLC, them niggas would stay like up to... 24 hours up in the studio sometime, you know? Like, I highly recommend the No Limit documentary that came out on BET, the No Limit Chronicles. It's like yep. six hours long or something. It's fucking great. <laughs> I, I still got to watch that shit. I haven't uh, watched it. I got I to gotta hook you up with a link or something, bro. Or if oh, you got yeah. On Demand, it's right there. Yeah, I got I got On Demand. Yeah, it should be right there. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, Beats by the Pound never comes up in producer talks, ever. It should, bro, because that shit knocks. Yeah, you know? really good. And they produced a lot of shit. Like, people yeah. put out an album every week, right? Every week, bro. 98, too. Damn, the busiest year in No Limit history. And wasn't every album going gold, at least, too? Yeah. That's fucking insane. I know for damn sure I was doing dishes, raking leaves, shoveling snow <laughs> to get that allowance. To, anything with the tank on the back, I copped. And I would say 95% of the time, it was not a disappointment. Especially not uh that ninety seven ninety eight range. Forget about it, bro. Oh, for sure. Even early ninety nine is some fire. That's matter is Bossolini fire. <sighs> Street life fiend fire. Really good. I just yeah. got that one a few months ago. Hell yeah. Uh, super. World War, World War Two is it called World War Three? Max. World War Three. That shit is fucking crazy. I, I just, that's another one I just got a couple months ago as well. Hell yeah. I'm still going back looking for certain albums that I haven't got yet. Because you, you know, we're CD collectors. Those <clears throat> C- some of those No Limit CDs are fucking expensive. Really expensive. It's something I need, but for me, it's like the early Bay Area No Limit I need. You know. Yeah. But I just gave up that dream. Yeah, uh, that shit is mad expensive. A little place called Kanaki. Um, that I uh, yeah 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 <laughs> yeah yeah. For my own personal use. Press, press up your own shit. Yeah, shout out to my nigga. You know who put me onto that. Oh, you know, yeah. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, man. Uh, I, I love oh, that. Shut the shit off. My bad. It's all good. I love that old school, no limit shit. I definitely wanted to talk about on that about on this show. Oh, yeah. When you posted that Soldier Slim shit, just reminded me. Of how much I played that album last year, you know, an album about <laughs> oh, yeah. years ago. Super dope. Um, but a new album that came out of, that I wanted to talk about was King Iso's new album. Jesus Christ. 
get well soon, bro. That that I, that album's fucking therapy on a record right there. Yeah, you know I'm a depressed motherfucker, so yeah, I was feeling all that shit, bro. So good, man. Jesus been, Christ, I'm still bumping that shit. Um, you know, granted, it only came out fucking a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, <laughs> but uh, just nonstop, just every day, get in the car. That's that's what's on. I'm it's, okay. I'm okay. Yeah. Fire, man! The realest lie ever told. Fire, son. Doug, that 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 track hits me because it's like, yeah, I can relate. Just putting a fucking smile on. Yeah, everything's yeah. okay. You know, putting putting off that perception, but really, it's not fucked up. Yeah, man. I like World War Me was fucking fire, but that it's. I feel like it wasn't as personal. And as like deep as this album, yeah. And I want to say this album's more mellow, yeah. But I, I, it's definitely not as intense as some of those songs were on World War Me. You know, you had Chopped Liver and shit, where he was just fucking going in. This one's just like, this one's just like taking hits at your fucking heart every fucking song, and it's just. Oh goddamn good King Iso killed it man 6 a.m. That shit's crazy son. See I like I, I mean I like every song on this album yeah. But I like 6 p.m. better than 6 a.m. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm more 6 a.m. guy 6 a.m.'s fucking fire too So rowdy Yeah man Zero yeah. Doc 30 You got the, the busy signal called Yeah The suicide hotline But the signal stay busy There's my Dog that Window Bro. When you posted that, that was like one of the songs. Like when you listen to an album first time through, I was like, yo, that is like a standout track. First time through. The shit he was saying on that on that song is crazy. They don't want smoke like picking Cyrax in my sector with my gat from an end boom scenes. Jesus fucking Christ. Dude. It's one thing to like be a chopper rapper. But it's yeah. one thing to like have punchlines and shit too. And he got him, bro. Fuck. Yeah. This dude is mad nice and I don't want to say really like really slept on, but like more eyes need to be on ISO for sure. Thank God all seven dragon balls and a lifetime supply of sensu beans. <laughs> but oh my God. Stuck in a fucking mental hospital for the next few weeks. Bro. ISO, amazing, bro. Like, that's a great album. Yeah, really good album. Yeah. And I, I, I said before, I was like, you know, you could look at the album cover and be like, I don't know. But yeah. it's like, don't judge a book by it. Like, no, don't judge a book by its cover. Because this album, one of the easily one of the better or best strange music releases in, in a while. And I yeah. like Nine's last album. I really liked Nina that came out a couple years ago. But fuck, man, Iso's on a roll right now. He put out two bangers on Strange. I owe my Iso fandom to three people: you, um, Ricardo, and Matthew Gration. Um, a lot of people know who Matt is. He got that big ass, wicked freak show tattoo on his back. Like people know who he is in the juggle community. He's okay. from Australia. Yeah, he always talking about Iso. So I was like, you know what? If three real motherfuckers on my ISO, I gotta listen to them. 
And I listened to that uh, word on me. Forget about it, bro. <laughs> Instant fan. Hell yeah. yeah. Super dope. I like that Ricardo. Um, You know, Rick is a fan of Tech 9 and King oh, Ice. Lo- oh, he loves like that. Su- yeah. Super dope. Just yeah. like when I found out Steve fucking bumps ICP. Early ICP. Yeah, from like at Carnival to fucking Malenko. I'm like, dog, getting that jackal, bro. That shit yeah, so man. Great. Yeah, you guys did that great Malenko review. That shit was uh, yeah. super dope. Uh, yeah. I like that, you know, because I know I have, you know, my taste in music. You know, yeah. the people I listen to is is all over the place. I, I if it's good, it's good. Yeah, can't, yeah. can't deny good music. Can't, bro. So when I see other people with, you know, a uh, a taste for music like that as well, it's like super dope, man. Fuck yeah. But yeah, that that King Iso album, and he does it with not a lot of features. There's more features on here than there were with World War Me. I think there was only two features on World War Me. Yeah, but there's only a handful on here. But he fucking he holds it down, man. Holds it oh. the fuck down. I'd really like to see him get back with Twisted Insane. You know, that he dude was, is fucking. That dude's nuts. Oh, chopping! Jesus Christ. Yeah, that dude fucking raps like that. I, I, if he went for a world record chopping, like fast rapping, I, I don't doubt that he could beat it because that dude <laughs> fucking raps fast as fuck. I saw Mad Young too, bro. Nigga, like 30? Yeah, like 30 or something. Damn. Yeah. That dude is, he got it, bro. Like, there was an era in Strange where like everything was fire. I'm talking like that KOD dinner in the movie era when she was just like fucking banging. Yeah, he gives you, he gives me that feel, like yes. when was fucking just flawless, bro. Yes, you know, absolutely. Yeah, I, I agree. You know that like tales from the sick. Oh God, what a masterpiece that is! Vitiligo, all that shit. So, I love Scatter Vitiligo. Rims albums, those get slept on. Street shit, bro. Straight up, it's so good. Cut Scatter- albums. Yeah, feature presentation on shit. Yeah, nigga. I, I'm I'm from that old school, bro. Like oh, Ron Uncut, man. Ron Uncut. Fucking yeah, man! That that shit with Lynch on Rolling on Cut is crazy. Dark yeah, Knight, some shit. Dark probably, Knight. Yeah, yep. Yeah, my brain's kind of yeah. I was gonna say Bruce Wayne, so we're on the same. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah dog. I love that classic era, like Vitiligo, that Peekaboo, bro. Fucking you know. hell, Jamie went in, bro. That shit's fire, bro. Classic, and I like that. I like. That we could still get those feels or, you know, be reminiscent of those, you know, the, the quote unquote heyday of Strange when they were yeah. putting out just all that ill shit with King Iso. Yeah. But I really like Tech Nine's last album. But Nina, you know, Nina had had shit that reminded me of KOD on that album, had shit that reminded me of all sixes and sevens. Like there was a yeah. lot of dope shit. Like, you put me onto that record. Well, I knew it was out, but you you may listen to it. <laughs> yeah, like Tech is still capable of putting out heat, like really good albums. Yeah. Um. And now we got you know King Iso. You know, it was getting a little, it was getting a little dicey there. Everybody leaving the label. Chris leaving the label. Fucking Sess Crew, uh, JL. You know, and then you got fucking, you know, Godimus and JL being accused of ripping rappers off of verse. Yeah. Like, 
shit was shit was seeming uh, a little crazy there, but I always thought Godimus was the nicest out the two. I always thought that Ubiquitous is pretty dope, but I always I don't know. I always neither one really stood out to me. Like as as far as like I like this guy better than the other. Yeah. Both can wrap their asses off for sure. And I have a few I have a few Seskrew albums. I don't uh, think there's a Seskrew album that I actually really like though. I'm gonna keep it a thousand. I I don't agree. I don't disagree with you. Like they can wrap their asses off, but for whatever reason, like their albums, they're not bad, but they're not. They're not standouts, like you know. They're not like KOD Tales from the Six. Yeah, like yeah. But you, but you have songs like Seven Chakras, like that's a fucking great song. Yeah, they got good songs. Um, they got good songs, but yeah, I agree. They, you know, as far as a full album, yeah. they don't have a full album where it's like, oh shit. But uh, yeah, strange music still doing the thing, even though, even though fucking it seemed like it was all fucking falling apart last year. <laughs> But it's dope to see, man. You know, I don't like seeing people fail or people losing, unless I really don't fuck with you. Yeah. You know, and then I'll, you know, from an in, from the inside, from a distance, I'll be like, oh, look at that. That that's what that motherfucker gets. Yeah. But uh, you know, Tech Nine, Tech Nine, one of my favorite rappers of all time, probably top five for me. And I'm mad at that because once upon a time, that dude was she was. He's still nice. Like he's he's still capable of putting out like dope ass albums. Like I, I don't know if you heard Asinine gave it a shot. I, I never gave it a shot. I keep it a thousand with you. Minus two songs, and they're girl songs, and some yeah. you know usually his girls girl shit is good, but yeah, sometimes but like yeah, like, on, on this album like, and they're back to back, so it was like easy to oh, skip man. skip skip. Where because shit like uh. Like Eba, he had a record on there called like Boy Toy that was fucking atrocious. Yes. Yeah, I remember that shit. But then you got songs like Girl Crazy from Misery Loves Company. And like that box in fire. That's when that's when the Let's was like fucking fire too, bro. That's, <laughs> and what that's his best. off killer, nigga. Like that's just yeah. Killers a slept on album. I love it. That's a good ass album. I love that album, bro. Yeah, it's hard to pull off a double album. I, I, you know, I'll go ahead and say the cliche thing probably would have been better if he made it a, a single disc. Yeah, but it's still a good, it's still a good record. That's the era when like Strange is on top too. Strange. That's when he was touring. Like that's when they were doing like the Strange Noise tour tours with Cottonmouth Kings, when Cottonmouth Kings were still like relevant. <laughs> yeah, and those tours were fucking great. Tech Nine and Cottonmouth Kings. Say what you want about Cottonmouth Kings, but those dudes put on a fucking ill show. They're energetic as fuck on stage, or they were anyway. Pac Lika with the Pac. Yeah. I was there. You know, I, that was dope. And yeah. uh, I'll just make Ronebone happy, but I think Royal Highness is a fucking banger of a record. That's a. That's, I watched the listening party that you guys did. Yeah. For that, and I was like, finally, we got Mike to fucking hear Royal Highness. And it was funny what I, it seems. Ain't no fucking shit. yeah, man. <laughs> Classic. Same and, dog, bro. I never heard the dude before. I'm keeping a thousand. I'm pumpkin cobble. You know what I'm saying? You you could tell he's like, 
like when you hear that he was the rambunctious rowdy one of the group you could tell in the music yeah definitely but like when when you guys were doing the listening party yeah and i'm watching you and like the first song happens and they're like what you think you're like you're like (laughs) and then play on comes on and then the line insane clown posse talk about chicken hunting and then you're like oh okay yeah. like like i could tell you started to vibe from that point on yeah you're like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna start listening to this shit and it's definitely a record that we would have been bumping in the whip back in the day me and my, my juggalo homes that's for sure you know? oh 100 yeah 100 i mean that's what we were doing that's what i was doing when that album came out yeah you know i it's it's crazy my boy we were just at the record store and i don't know if I've said this before, but I don't know if he heard the name. I don't even know how he was. He just picked up the CD. He's like, I'm getting this. And I was like, what the fuck is Cottonmouth Kings? He's like, I'm going to get it. It's probably going to be dope. I'm like, and there's nothing special about that cover. I'm like, what? Why do you think this is going to be dope? And then we heard it. And I was like, and then we heard the line you know, insane clown posse talk about chicken hunting. I'm like, yo, these dudes, they fuck with ICP. And like, yo, that was at the time where all I listened to was ICP. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I, I could bring these guys in because they fuck with ICP. And from then it was, it was on. But I'm so glad that you fucking finally heard that album and you actually like it. Oh uh, yeah. You know, you know, I keep it real wrong. I was just gonna say, I know you'd be like, no, nah, that shit's ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I fucking love the record, bro. Keep it a thousand. So it's, it's a good ass. Re- it's their most raw record. Yeah. After that, you know, they brought Richter in the group, and it it was definitely a more polished sound. I still fucked with it, but it was it was a way different sound, a less aggressive. Um. But yeah, that that record's a fucking classic. Rest in peace to Saint. Rest in peace to Pakalika. Where? D'Lo, fucking lose your fucking ego. Get back with fucking Johnny Richter, and. Shit, bring bring Daddy X back, bring whoever back, and like let's get a real Cottonmouth Kings fucking uh reunion or whatever. You know, what what you're doing now with the dudes that they're not Cottonmouth Kings. Well, I seen that video, I think one night backstage at a Goonslaw Gallery show, uh, Luke played it. I was like, What the fuck is this? Yeah, terrible. It's you know, Young Wicked said it best. Loyalty will have you co-sign some garbage. Whoever fucking co-signed that shit for d that's a loyal motherfucker. <laughs> it's trash, bro. Yeah, man. It's it's not it's not good. It's it sucks to see because I'm such a fan. I know you are, yeah. Of Cottonmouth, you know what I mean? Like it'd be like uh if Rizzo was like, Oh, I'm getting Wu Tang back together and brought fucking eight different dudes that had no Wu Tang oh, affiliation like, at all. Like Migo like, style ramen. Got it. Like, Who the fuck is this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> fucking, you know, uh, I'm surprised. I wasn't planning on talking about Cottonmouth, but hey, I'm, hey. I'm, I'm glad you dig the album, dude. Hey. Super dope. Um, another album I wanted to talk about that I talked about a couple weeks back on the show was Riggs, DJ Muggs. Bold. 
bro. Dog. Stupid. Yeah, you're rocking the fucking the Riggs hat right there. Absolutely. Got it for free from Riggs, dog. He's a real one. Hell yeah. <laughs> Shout yeah. out to Riggs. He fucking he's very consistent. He's you put me on to Riggs. Hell yeah, bro. You talk you you were propping uh giving props to the uh the only way out, Riggs and Mooch. God. Produced by Big Ghost. Yo. And like after after a while, I was like, all right, I gotta this dude, it's been like a year and a half, and this dude's still talking about this album. I gotta <laughs> go fucking listen to it. You know? And I finally listened to it. I was like, oh, he fucking wasn't kidding. These dudes are nice. Yeah. I, I've been rocking with Riggs and the cloth since. Yo, but yo. That new album, Gold, is so good. I love how Mug's been in the game for 30 years and still killing production. Still, bro. And I like how he's giving these up and comers like Yeah. Like, hey, come work with me, put some shit out. And yeah. it's fuck it's a really good album. They just dropped the video. Um Riggs and Oh, what the fuck's his name? Uh, Rome Streets. Rome Streets. Heads on the wall. Stuck. That's that's my favorite song on that album. Likewise, probably it's hard, but that's one of them for sure. Yeah, probably. that Rome Streets comes on and just catches catches all kinds of bodies. That dude's an animal, bro. Oh, uh, you know, like I'm not even really that familiar with. I know you talk about Rome Streets all the time, nigga. I've never been now, son. Never, I've never went and peeped this shit. But when I heard that verse, I was like, "I love Riggs. Riggs can rap, but I don't know if he can follow that verse up." And then Riggs comes in, fucking just swinging haymakers and just lands every single one too. I'm like, "Yo, this song is absolutely just punchlines after punchlines." The beat remind it's like it reminds me of some like old school shit. Well, some of that shit from '97. The beats. Some of them, yep. It was made for like infamous mob, you know, like big twins crew and shit. Like, no shit. Yup. And like the Soul Assassins era, the first Soul Assassins album, the Puppet Master with Dream Be Real and shit. Yep. That era. That, that's what Mugs was saying. Yeah. So Riggs uh, is, is cooking some of that 97 Soul Assassin shit, bro. Ah, uh, so I wasn't fucking, I wasn't that far off. Yeah. And saying that. <laughs> yeah. Though. I was like, yo, there's a, there's a couple tracks on there. And I'm like, yo, this really brings me back. I wanted. To, I was gonna say mid '90s too, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it that's fucking crazy. I had no idea that mugs uh, confirmed that. Yeah. But that did. Rome streets. I definitely gotta go peep out some Rome streets. Please do, bro. Death and the Magician, Mugs in Rome. Yep. Oh my God, uh, the Nose Candy series, bro. You know, and his Griselda debut is gonna be fucking crazy. Mark my words. Hell yeah! I'll I'll be looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, I gotta get into some Rome Street shit, but man, they fucking killed that track. Um, every season with Rob Gates, dog. <laughs> man, I love Rob Gates. When when I see Rob Gates featured on a track, I'm like, yes, this is gonna be fucking good. I know it, son. He's so aggressive. Yes, like yeah. he. he if he tells me he's gonna punch me in the face, I believe it. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, I think I know he's gonna do that shit. 
Dude's nasty. Like he's on the last, well, not last because that's wake ups, but the Riggs album with Future Wave Substance Abuse. Yeah. That Buckshot BB, bro. Like Buckshot BB. Buckshot BB. Get him to like the podium like Malcolm. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Rob Gates is so nice, man. And it's Rob. no different on that mug shit. He bodies it. Yeah. I love that shit, man. It's, yeah. it's a really, really good fucking album. And the cloth. I talk about him on the podcast, and if you still haven't checked him out, I know this is primarily a fucking Juggalo podcast, yeah. and we talk about most, you know, the Wicked Underground and all that shit, but I do try to put heads onto all their music. If you haven't checked out The Cloth yet, Riggs, Mooch, Mav, Mav is probably, Mav is like, he had a crazy 2021. He put out four really good projects. He had that one with Asan Eastwood that was fucking fire. Yeah, I got my nigga J. Royale on there. Um, yeah. He dropped Breakfast at Sue's. That was my favorite one. That shit was fucking Spanish fire. Ranch shit. Yeah. yeah. That's Riggs' uncle. Is it? Mav, yeah. Riggs' uncle. Because Mav's like 45 and shit, yeah. What? Yeah. Yo, G. Yeah. Wow, I had no idea. No. That's That's dope. He fucking he yeah he had a crazy year last year. He's he's, he's my third favorite. Of the, I don't know. It's kind of hard because you know, Riggs my favorite. Then Mooch. Then it's a toss up between uh, Gates and Mav. Bro, it's hard. Yeah. 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 My top three. Riggs number one. He's just so nice with he's it. My favorite. Oh, his style. An official he, dude too. Yeah. He's he's smooth as fuck on the mic, but aggressive. Um. My second favorite probably be Mav, only be, probably because of the year that he had last year. It was just yeah. so good. Every album he put out was so good. Yeah, that, that, that one with the passport, that shit's crazy too, bro. Yeah, that dude, so good. Uh, Angels and Demons three, that was Fun, really man. good. Um, and then probably Rob Gates, but like you said, Mooch is right there too. <sighs> Boss like, sauce with Future Wave, come on, son. yeah, man. Heron Farms, oh, that shit's fire, dude. It's I I love discovering new dude new new newer cats newer dudes you know what I mean yeah on the come up and the cloth is definitely those dudes right now you know they're they're where they're they're at where Griselda was at probably four or five years ago yeah the niggas is about to be out of here yeah you know dude I mean rigs substance abuse and wake ups last year i liked wake ups better but i mean wow. substance, substance abuse was that shit was just future waves production on that shit was insane embers bro that's like 95 so good fucking fire i ain't mad at the wake ups though cuz that beach chairs and marcy and shit like that come on son I, I felt like i think i rocked with wake ups more just because of like it felt like it felt like an album, more of an album to me. Like it felt like more time was taken into it. Like I don't know. I played the fuck out of that album. Wipe the Tim's off. Yeah, that, that that album is just Riggs, man. So good, but you know, substance abuse, body behind Mojo's, <laughs> so dope. <laughs> One of my favorite songs from last year. I love that song. Fire, <laughs> you know. Riggs is super nice with it. He's dead nice. Yeah. So the cloth. If you haven't fucking heard him, 
I've talked about them. Every time anybody on the cloth drops a fucking album, I talk about them on the podcast. Oh, so, yeah. I'll be watching it, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you're listening and you haven't checked them out yet, especially after this, you got to fucking you gotta you gotta it, keep the cloth. Like I said, I know it's primarily Juggalo Wicked shit, but I know a lot of y'all that li- that listen to the podcast, watch the show, listen to all sorts of type of crazy shit. Yeah. So you got to go peep that shit. Very dope. Um, something that I saw tonight, a la Zuli Luz dropping the Mausoleum vinyl. I've seen I, that. I, 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 this show will be out. It's our, you know, the vinyl had already dropped, and I probably have it ordered and shit, but... <laughs> I get paid Tuesday. I hope it's still there. <laughs> Three hundred copies. Yeah, I it's hope be, so. It's gonna be close. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I, I, I commented. I need that. I commented on that shit though. That and it's an ill-looking vinyl too. It's like a colored vinyl. Yeah, these hooligans are getting crazy. I hope it's there, bro. Pray for me, bro. Come on. Yeah, man. Uh, their 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 fan base is just. It's growing. They're, yeah. they're forever faces. Anytime they put up a mask, that shit sells out quick. And half the time, it ain't even a fucking for real forever face. It's some other variant that they got. You know, they got like five different masks going. They got like a Dawn of the Dead, a Dweller, yeah. fucking the Friday the 13th masks. Yeah. Thanks to my brother Rombo, man. I got my first face from my, my brother, man. Hell yeah. Uh-huh. I, I was thinking about. I, I I bought I bought the pre-order because I love that I love that mausoleum mask, the black and white. Yeah, that's fire. Fire got that shit over there, like safely nestled in the fucking corner. Yeah, I got mine over there. Mm. And uh I wanted it and then I had it and I, I was like, yeah, and then I was like, do, do I really need because I got the, the one that they were rocking for the Almighty and then you know the new one that they were rocking for the mausoleum era. And that was my second one. I was like, do I really need two of the same shit? I know some of these Zooligans got like 30 fucking 40 masks and shit. Like some crazy shit. But I was like, I'm going to sell this shit. And I was like, I know Mike fucking been saying he want one. And yeah, had to fucking hit you up. I was like, yeah, I'll let you get first stab at it. If you want it, it's yours. Instantly said, you damn right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, the next day I had your PayPal. Boom. You know yeah. I'm glad you got that shit. I've seen you rock it on a few live streams. All the, yeah, all the time. Yo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Super dope, man. I got, uh, you know, their Zool's theatrics are some of the best in the underground right now, for sure. Absolutely. I'm hyped for that. Mikey Clark album. Oh, God. You know it's going to be fire. Come on. It's It's got to be. I don't know if you heard that single that Mikey Clark put out. I think it was. Last month or the month before, and he just did it with some random person. I don't know, but it was really fucking good. I didn't hear it. I still seen him post it, I believe so, but yeah, I ain't give it the time of day. Keep I was like, dark. all right, so you know, it's it, some it was some dark shit. I was like, all right, hopefully, you know, it's not necessarily something I'd hear Zul rapping on, yeah. but I was like, if we're if this is like the kind of feeling that we're gonna have, you know, some dark shit, because that's what. Yeah. That's what Zul needs. I mean, that's what Zul is. They're fucking just that dark, wicked shit. Yup. I want that fucking Mikey Clark no, album. I need it. I need it. I need my Zul fix, bro. Straight yeah, up. Straight up, bro. Necronomicon 2 was good. Yeah, that fucks with it. It was good. Uh, 
but like it didn't like it didn't fully scratch that Zool itch. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it's a storyline type deal. You want that straight? Right. It's a weed album. Yeah. I'm Granted, it's, it's, it's a weed album. The the you know done by Zool, so it's like it's it's dark and shit. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm hyped when they revealed that. It was Mikey Clark producing the shit. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. This is what the fuck we need right now. Absolutely, dude. Like, I, I'm still curious. The last time we heard, like, production from Mikey Clark was, like, 10 years ago. Mighty Death Pop came out 2012, right? Yeah, 2012. Summer 2012. Yeah. Back so when Hacker probably- didn't even give you a fucking, let you know your shit shipped or not. I went outside. I was right there, and I was like, "So I was so happy." That was a good release day. Fuck yeah! Hell yeah! I mean, that's the last. I think that's the last time we heard like Mikey Clark production like that. You yeah. know, and that's a fucking fire album. You know, we've talked about that. Numerous oh, I love that album. Mighty Death Pop, just so good. Yeah, dope as fuck. Not a bad song on there. Nope, kicking, kicking. That's my shit right there. Bazooka Joey. You know, none of the chainsaw all day. Be all day talking about that record. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see I'd like to see after he works with Zool. I'm kind of fingers crossed if we do get Venomous Five fucking whenever, if ever, that Mikey Clark has some production on Venomous Five. That would be dope. But I would like to see Mikey Clark work on IC with with ICP again. Hell yeah, I love that. I need I need ICP and Mikey Clark back together. I kind of feel I kind of feel like uh I feel like uh Fearless Fred Fury was kind of a fluke. That shit is so fire. It is. I don't want to give nothing away, but I was working on something for that album and uh, I'm just going to buy my favorite songs, but oh my god, I, you know, so much good shit on there. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. It's a good album, but you had, you had the marvelous missing link. Oh God! It just wasn't it. No. Then they put out Fearless Fred Fury, and it was like, this is it. Like they yeah. can do it without Mikey Clark. Night of the Red Rum. Fuck, bro. Night of the Red Rum. Um, the fuck's that song? He's talking about the, the girl in the closet, with eating the babies and shit. Shimmer is that no Shimmer? I fucking yeah, love that. yeah. Fire, sir. I love that song. Freedom, um, freedom. Should have been the album closer. Would have been a great album. I agree. Yeah. I still, I, I still like. I like it rough. It would have just been better in the middle of the album. Yeah. Without yeah. disclaimer. I know. The the disclaimer, yeah. The, the disclaimer. Kind. Of, I feel like set the song up for failure. Because like this. Is the yeah. most it was a fucked up track, granted. Like some of the shit he was saying, it was just, it yeah. wasn't even fucked up. It was just kind of gross. But <laughs> I thought it was good. You know, yeah. I like it rough. Like that shit was fire, man. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But, uh, but then they, you know, now they came back with Yum Yum, Yum Yum Bedlam. <sighs> I don't know how you feel about Yum Yum. I think Yum Yum is a fucking terrible album. <laughs> okay. The lyricism on that is fucking horrendous. I don't care who gets mad at me. That shit is trash. You know, I like, I like fucking 
three songs, and then the other three is like I'm reaching to like something. Yeah, you know, I just had like six songs with like the other three. Okay, uh, here comes a carnival, uh, wretched and fucking queens, you know. And, and I know niggas be like, yo, Mikey, you like queens? It's just whack. <laughs> so it's it's like I'm reaching, you know. I got like right. something right, and then the drunk in the attic, fucking. Uh, I can't even tell you the other two, but yeah, yeah. it's not a good album. The two songs that stand out to me are wretched. And the drunk in the attic. That beat on the drunk in the attic. Shaggy, the That's airhead, Devereaux. In the attic. Yeah. Attic and the drunk. Yeah. That beat is fucking crazy. I love that beat. But yeah, man, it was. It's like. With Missing Link, it was like, oh, they can't do it without Mikey Clark. And then Fred was like, oh, they can do it without Mikey Clark. And then Yum Yums, we're back to, or at least me and you. I know there's people that like it. I saw a lot of love for the album. Yeah, still people do. love it, son. Still do. But I, for, for whatever reason, it just didn't connect with me. And I just, you know, and people say, you're only saying you want Mikey Clark back because it's the quick fix. Yes. <laughs> it's the quick fix. They never did anything whack. I had some dude said I said greatest album lyrically. I'm like, really? Lyrically? I'm like, fuck out of here. No, you got to go like Riddle Box or Malenko lyrically, I think. Like Brock loves his body with Prince's purple pretty face. Or whatever the fuck Tudope said. Come on. And I'm a Tudope guy since I was 12 years old. But man, that shit was horrendous. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. We keep it a buck over here. Yeah. Lyrically, and I was just saying this last week, I, I the Deck One Delt guys posted a, a tweet saying, you know, what songs or projects has Shaggy 2-Dope shined the most? And I commented, I was like, yo, Shaggy 2-Dope stole the show on Old Evil Eye. Off Riddlebox. Yeah. Dude, his verse on that shit, Violent J's verse on that shit is dope too. But like, they were like rapping, like, that's some of like the more impressive rapping they have done. That was 2-Dope's coming out party, in my opinion, the whole Riddlebox record. Yeah. You know, my opinion. Yeah. He's killing shit on Ringmaster, you know. For the maggots I fucking worship that shit. Super dope. But, yeah. But two dope was he was catching bodies on a little box. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see anybody saying that the new album was their best lyrically. That's that's pretty wild. Yeah, I think Deck One Dell, I think the Keezy, one of them dudes said that. I'm not oh, talking right. shit because those, those dudes are cool. But right. I can't I can't agree with that, brother. Sorry. No, no. No. Yeah. I just, I, I, I don't know. I just didn't, I wanted to like the, I always want to like an ICP album. I don't go so into do an, I. I don't go into an ICP album like this shit's going to suck. You know what I mean? I always go yeah. into it. And then the hate is, oh, you got twisted on your wall. Yeah. Okay, who's that? Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. Like, it's like, you know how stupid people are, but you know how stupid these motherfuckers are. Yeah. They just say shit to, Say shit. Yeah. But, like, I want to like it. Look at... Yo, if you watch the listening party, Luke did. Luke was, like, praying for, like, it to be good. <laughs> like, he's, like, literally praying. That's funny. Oh, God. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, it's... It's it's not good. It's unfortunate. I... I'm going to peep the, the seeds when the seeds drop. Yeah, it's not because I'm a juggle over, of course. Yeah. I mean, I've said, I've said this before, too, that, you know... Marvelous Missing Link, 
and you know, lost, found, outtakes wasn't it for me. But you know, Phantom came out. By the time Phantom came out, I was like, man, this ain't gonna be it. But Phantom was like the best shit they put out that era. Yeah, twenty fifteen. Not. And, yes, it's the best shit they put out that era, but it's like good shit too. Like that's a really. I love that EP, man. That shit is fire. So do I. I fuck with the heavy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's like, I know they're capable of putting out shit that I like. I don't, you know, saying that it's not good music is subjective. It's all, yeah. it's different person to person. Me personally, I don't fuck with it, but I know that they could still put out some dope shit. So they can. Triple F was what? Three years ago? Yeah, coming up yeah. on three years. Yeah. yeah. Come on, bro. <laughs> Next month, right? Yeah. Right. Um, did you hear the, the Violent J Walking Home Monday song? Whack. Oh, you didn't like it? No. Walking like Home it. Monday. Yeah, whatever the fuck. I don't, yeah, I don't like it. I'm walking. Yeah, I, I, I really like that song. No, I like the story. Yep. But it could have been executed better. He's comparing this to Wizard of the Hood, bro. Yeah, not off to a good start in that sense. And I wish he didn't say that. <laughs> you know what Jay is now. Yeah. <laughs> I wish he didn't say that because you're just setting that this album or your next solo project for failure because Wizard of the Hood is looked at as this like classic, just unfuckwittable album. There's memories with that album for Juggalos, bro. Yeah. Like, I like spent half my life with that record. That album was hyped for a minute and like, and then it actually came out and it was actually like just good, like right off the rip. Like it was just banging. So to say that he want, I get it. He wants, to, of course you're going to want to top some shit, but you I know, don't. I drove to my first gathering listening to that, you know, the memories though. Yeah. Fuck yeah. You know? I wish I was at that when they performed that shit live. I'm not saying, bro. Like I've 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 watched the footage and dude, that shit looked so dope. I would have lost my fucking mind. Fuck if yeah. I saw that shit live. Shout out to my brother Siznak. He was there. I would have had no voice the next day rapping every <laughs> single word to that whole fucking set. Yeah, that, that dog. I worship that EP, man. It's so good. Yeah. You know, he took a fucking he took the Wizard of Oz and did it. You know. Scrubbed it up juggalo style, you know? Yeah. Super dope. Like Mikey, um, sorry, Mike P killed the production on that EP. Listen to Jay rap on there compared to now. It's fucking night and day. I think he's just trying to see. I'm not going to say that. I think he's just messing with different flows. Like good, he's trying man. to do different shit and I get it. But like, I just want to hear you rap, dude. I don't want to hear all these like crazy flows. But I'm, I'm in a ringmaster gold super sport. Come on, bro. You know, he comes, I'm sitting down and it could like he pays homage to Esha right off the bat with that boom and shit. Top to a killer who the bond down. You saw like a bonbon in your shine job. This shit's fire, bro. Dude, that beat is fucking so dope, too. Blunt ass all over me playing Nintendo Mega Man 4 from 93. So dope. And he got, he got the year right too. Mega Man 4 yeah. 93. I got that shit still, nigga. Like, I got oh, my yeah. Nintendo, bro. Come on. I love the line he says. Uh, 
even with a street sweet what the fuck does he say that <laughs> shit i can never say because it, it's like it's kind tongue tied of, shit yeah yeah street i can't but the line about the ak yeah that uh, shit is okay. fire the chorus too fuck yeah i like the darkness, darkness. it's about to hell let Super. it rain, wicked shit. Come on. Oh, yeah. That's my fucking J right there. I don't know who the hell this dude is. I'm sorry. That EP was so fucking good, man. Fire. But I, I think, I mean, I know, fuck, I think, I know that they're capable of putting up dope shit. Exactly. Like, Wretched. I played that shit a thousand times. I was excited. Banging ass song. Drunk in the Attic, for me, that's a fucking fire ass track, too. Yeah. Love that shit. So it's like they can they can do shit. So I'm just not gonna like everything they do. I'll keep you know, and you're the same way. I'm not bro. gonna like any everything anybody does. Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna be it's gotta be extremely hard to put out or to not put out a an album that somebody doesn't like. You know what I mean? Yeah. That goes with any artist. I don't think there's an artist I listen to where I like every single album. Maybe mm. Yeah, I don't think so. I, there is for me. Who? Conway. A couple others, too. See, Conway, Conway's super consistent. I can't say that I don't like a Conway project. I like everything. Yeah. He has albums that are weaker than others. Yeah, I like, be- I'm like better than others, yeah, but it's not no way yeah. I see it. Right. Um, Ill Bill, probably for me, now that I'm thinking about it. Oh. God, dog. I don't think he's put out a whack album. So maybe there are, there is select few, dog. Yeah, select few. Um, but who knows? Ill Bill's next album might be ass. I don't fucking know. I doubt it. You know, he hasn't put out a bad album yet. But yeah, um, my favorite member of fucking psychological ever signed. Yeah, Bill's the fucking truth. Oh yeah, I got the. What's wrong with Bill box set right there? I've seen that shit. I finally found I I should have bought it when it first came out. You know, it's it was expensive. It was fucking uh $80, some shit like that, when it first yeah. came out. And of course the shit sold out, and now it's going for like 150 plus everywhere you look. And I was just I've been looking, been looking, and I found it on a website, a web store. And they had it for the retail price, 80 bucks. And I was like, I bought that shit. They emailed me like two days later. And uh, they're like, look, this album's it's, it's not in mint condition. It's been sitting in the store for a few years. They're like the, the seal on it is broken. And there's a, a crease in the top part of the box. And they're like, if you still want it, we'll sell it to you. If not, we'll refund you the money. And I'm like, I'm not going to find it anywhere cheaper. And I'll take the chance on the, you know, the seal. I don't really give a fuck about the seal. I'm going to open the shit anyway. Yeah. Uh, Is it a CD box it or a vinyl box it? It's a vinyl. So the album, What's Wrong With Bill, is on three three vinyl. And then it comes with a seven-inch vinyl with Gangsta Rap and How to Kill a Cop. My nigga, like that came out 04. My favorite year in life is 2004. Yes. Yeah. So much, so much dope shit happened to me in 2004. I, I hold that year like to high regard. And um, that came out. I couldn't find it nowhere. 
my girl had to pick it up for me at the time, and that's my favorite PLR album of all time. Straight the fuck up. Yeah, I agree. Hands I would down. agree with that. Yeah. And now I wanted that nonfiction box that came out years ago, but you know, I could have got it. Just never fucking got it. Same. You, yeah. you look up that nonfiction box set now, it's like 200 bucks. I bet. <laughs> Jesus. And that album, shit. I got into the album the year it came out on my college radio, uh, 91.1. They played rock stars, and I lost my fucking mind. Yeah. It's a, it's a great album. It's fucking classic. Like, I hold that. And violent by design, like that's like the fucking thirty six chambers and Illmatic of the underground. Those two records, I fucking worship those albums. Yeah, man. I two thousand four was around the time I got into Ill Bill, Vin, and Jedi Mind Tricks, and Necro, yeah. and all that shit. O uh, two for me for all of damn near everything underground. Yeah, like, not not Juggalo shit. I've been down with ninety seven, but like you know, like Cage and fucking right, all that shit, Mortal Technique and all that. Yeah, because ninety one point one. The college radio station played all that shit. Yeah. All that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like, oh, maybe 03 for me. But like, I remember, like, I remember that run that PLR had when they, when he, oh God, when Necro dropped like prefix. Like I was looking forward to those albums coming out. Yeah. I I know I was around at that point. I had no computer either, bro. I was going by the, the radio station. You know what I'm saying? I'll use my girl's laptop at the time. You know what I'm saying? But. Yeah. Good era. Yeah. yeah, I had no fucking computer, but yeah. I remember the first the first solo cuz at that point I was bumping Future is Now and the Green CD. I had God. both of those. And I was like, yo, Gore-Tex, I got to get like I remember going to the store, they had Ill Bill, Gore-Tex and Sabak, but I only had money for one. And I was like, I'm gonna, I got, I'm just gonna get Gore-Tex because he's the one that's impressing me the most yeah. from this nonfiction shit. And then from there, I was like, all right, I just got to get the rest of the solo shit because this shit is fire. Celebrity roast and shit, bro. Come on, so good. I got Bond of the Naked Dead finally, like two years ago. It took me forever to get that. That's a great album, Mister Hyde. Mister Hyde fucking kills it. Spill your blood <laughs> on the concrete. I love that shit. The crazies and shit. Come on, bro. Street veteran. Yeah. The production too was crazy. Oh four Necro was just on a fucking roll, man. I, I, I told him that and he cussed me out. Corny shit, bro. <laughs> he don't. It, it. He's weird because you'll give him props. And he'll fucking shit on you for it. Yeah. My new shit's better. It's like, dude, I'm just giving you props on some shit that I like. And you know who I am? Because like Mike says, like, that Juggalo shit. And I was like, yeah, I do, bitch. But you see what else I listen to? Don't shit up play me. You know what I'm saying? That was corny. Right. So. Yeah, that's that's super <laughs> whack, dude. So whack. But I mean, uh, dude, just embrace the fact you had a killer run in 04. Like, it was, come fuck? on, everything fire came out that year. What's wrong with Bill? Born of the Naked Dead, Prefix. I'm missing something. You know what I'm Apocalypse. saying? Apocalypse. Yeah, all that Heart shit. Heart of bro. Dying, Circle of Tyrants. Heart of that Circle of Tyrants is fucking fire, too. Yeah. Better Road Suicide. That's my shit. Dude, like... And I'm a metalhead just as much as I'm a hip-hop head. So all them references, I get all that shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? See, they, they, they listen to a lot of metal shit that I don't listen to. Yeah. 
So I, I, I don't get the references. Yeah. But, yeah. Like that was they, a big selling point for me. They always did that shit, and I loved it. See, but they... Like, I'm familiar with Slayer, Anthrax. Yeah. But, like, anything, like, more... I don't know if it's considered underground or not. I don't know. But, yeah. Anything outside of anything outside of like the big four, as far as like thrash metal, I'm not real, you know. Yeah, I don't know if I'm familiar with. It's a quiet taste, bro. It's not good. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Um, Necro had a fucking crazy run in '04. The Ill Bill box set. I I wish I had that Future Is Now box set, man. The I'm a sucker for booklets, and that booklet is fire. Yeah, I've seen someone looking through it on YouTube. The book that comes with the What's Wrong With Bill box set is fucking... It has the lyrics for every song, all these pictures in it. It's, dude, definitely worth the 80 bucks. I'll, I'll, if they have any more, I'll pay it 200 nigga. Dude, it's... Oh, like... It's worth it. It was a really yeah. good purchase. Love that album. Probably my favorite Ill Bill album. Either that or Grammy Awards. I don't know. Grammy Awards is so fucking good. Yeah, man. I, that came out at a time in my life that I needed some good music. And that, oh my God, 2013, maybe? 2012? Some, I can't remember. Somewhere around there, yeah. Yeah, Paul Bailoff. Come on, son. That's just fire. That whole album. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> album, man. Ill Bill is just, he's one of those dudes that's just consistent as fuck. Fuck yeah. I'm going to bump some Bill tomorrow, bro. I'm in a Bill mood now. Hell yeah. I was bumping. When I got the box set, I was like, I have to listen to the album now. Oh, uh, yeah. And that shit. Canasiati's Brigade and shit. Fire. American History X. Anatomy of a School Shooting. Legend uh, has it. Glenwood Projects. Yeah, all that shit's fire. Glenwood motherfucking Projects. <laughs> that was the shit, man. The Jamaicans burned it down and left me motherfucking in it. <laughs> That shit was dynamite. <laughs> Shout out to Uncle Howie, rest in uh, peace. I feel good. Uh, yeah, it's super dope. And you know, uh, you know, speaking of Ill Bill, thinking about it. Shout out to Robbie for from the, the Twisted History page on Instagram. He reminded yeah. me that Ill Bill was supposed to go on tour with Twisted during, I think it was the Independence Day era. Oh seven, right? Yeah. yeah. Do you remember yeah. that when Ill Bill yeah. was on with them? Bill was a, like he was about to sign a strange. Yeah. Like if you look at old flyers that came at Vitiligo, uh our reprisal was supposed to be on strange music. It was right in the yep. little uh, pamphlet thing. Yeah. Yep. He had all the all that promotion from strange music, and then he said, Fuck it, I'm just putting it out on fat beats. <laughs> what an album, too. It's I a really good album. But imagine ill Bill and Twisted. <clears throat> oh, amazing. That like I I remember when that tour was happening or announced, I was like, yo, I like seeing these dudes, you know, I like seeing Bill and Twisted fuck with each other like that. Oh, I'd yeah. like to see that more. Like I get it, the juggalo scene has its stigma, whatever, people paint their faces and shit, but yo, these motherfuckers can rap. If, if you can get past the face paint, they can rap. I'd love to see Ill Bill work with Twisted or ICP, whatever. That's why I like, I've been saying it on recent episodes. I like seeing Gmo Ski working with dudes like Stu Bang is, G 
getting on that track with self-titled working with c lance now he's got a song with mr hyde coming out that's the group even though when he signed with m and e i thought it was a good look for him i just thought it was a little weird because i didn't felt like he was always more raw hip-hop and he belonged in the in the crowd with the Mr. Hyde's, Vinnie Paz's, Ill Bills, and shit like that. It's an unpopular opinion, but GMO is one of the best to ever do it, in my personal opinion, in this underground shit. That's just me. Dude's fucking nasty. The filth element, I got to give him props where props are due. I, re- I really like that album. It's a Put good you album. on the ground with the worm nigga Scotty Too Hotty. Come on, bro. Dude, that song with Crowder, like, I, I can't name any songs off the top. I only listen yeah. to it times. But that song with Crowder, dude, that dude's voice is so, so ill. Better Days, uh, shit off Charlie and the Phil Factor. Yeah, he dude's nasty. Better Days was my favorite song off uh, Spirit Bomb. I have that CD. Masterpiece, my personal opinion. It's a, it's a good fucking album, man. Yeah. It, it's a good album. Um, and I was my homie. I, I'll keep it a buck. I'm, I'm not being biased. It's the truth. That dude is just... Super fucking talented, bro. He, he can rap his ass off for sure. He's my favorite rapper in the underground. Like Juggle scene, like Trader. I don't want to. I don't want to box him in there. How could I put it? In our scene, he's like my favorite solo artist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, dude can fucking rap for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's dope. I, I just like seeing him work with those dudes, man. You know that shit that he did with Stu Bangers. Stu Bangers is just oh, that production is fucking crazy. C Lance, he, I know he's been fucking with C Lance for a while, but C yeah. Lance, his production's crazy too. Them drums, you that, bro. You heard that song that he did with C Lance with Jaron Benton? Yeah, I heard that shit like one time. Yeah, Fire. that shit's really fucking good. Yeah, Jaron Benton's that dude, man. Jaron Benton. Another that, dude that can rap his ass off. I mean, Coke Killer, like that Wu Tang inspired album. That's just crazy. Yeah, I like. Uh, I like seeing him work with dudes like that and just putting on a clinic, rapping, just rapping their asses off. You know, hey, clinic and MCing, bro. Fuck yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, what else? You know, I like seeing Gmo do his fucking thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm gonna wrap it up. That's a good point to wrap it up, man. Yeah, but uh, I appreciate you fucking hopping on the show with me, man. Say the word, and I'm here, bro. Straight up, same man. You know, I'm down anytime. You're All doing right. the reviews. I saw you did the review for the Chronic. Yeah, I had to do that, son. Classic album. I'd see. For for people that don't know, Mike Sears, Speaky Clout, put out some of the best album reviews on fucking YouTube, straight up. Thank you, Mungy. And I'm not just saying that they they get super into like in depth with songs and shit. They they get real in depth with the albums, and you know Speaky Clout just fucking kills it with the album reviews. Thank you, Jay. And top five with the Goons Cloud Gallery, or Copy. five. Feet, I'm sorry. You guys kill it with that shit too. Yeah, I said it to uh, to to Brandon when I he was on my show uh, for the year end uh, year end wrap up. 
and I was like, uh, I was telling him, uh, I was surprised when you guys did the tech nine shit that it wasn't all just angelic and absolute power shit. I thought that's all it was going to be. All three of you had just such good selection of songs from a whole bunch of different albums from tech nine. Delusional off all sixes and sevens is fucking worse of that. That song's banging. Yeah, man. Tech nine, like people always big up angelic and absolute power. I get it. They're fucking great albums, but he's, Uh, he's put out dope shit since, you know? Yeah. But yeah, you guys fucking kill it. Um, you got anything you want to plug? Speak a lot podcast, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Saturday. Uh, Fago Lovers, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern every Thursday, man. Five piece, Goon Squad Gallery. And it's, it's not live, just to let you know it's pre recorded. I know some people don't like that. Pre recorded where it's at, son. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having me, brother. Absolutely, Mike. Thank you for joining me. And thank you. Thank you to everybody that's listening right now. Much fucking love. I'm Ron Bone of the Beneath the Dirt Podcast. And until next time, I'm out. Peace.